0: It's the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, live from Methuen Community Studios.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have to take a comment, feel free to call in by dialing 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Happening in the last few weeks of sports, the NFL has been finishing up their preseason games as well uh, as they get ready for week one, kicking off the season with Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs against the Detroit Lions uh, next Thursday night, September 7th at 8.20 p.m. as far as for the local New England Patriots, they'll kick off their season next Sunday, September 10th at 4:25 against the Philadelphia Eagles also being called Tom Brady Day at Foxborough. The specifics of the day in the honor of Tom Brady are still unclear, but we do know is that Tom will be there in attendance and as far as if the fans will just get away from him in Kraft's Box or hear him speak before the game or at halftime is still unknown. As far as the Patriots preseason games went, well, they were one of uh, three losing their first game against the Houston Texans, twenty to nine. Won their second game against the Green Bay Packers, twenty-one to seventeen, and then lost their uh, preseason season uh, preseason finale against the T- Tennessee Titans, twenty-three to seven. Bill Belichick and all of the other head coaches around the NFL will be cutting down their roster to fifty-three men by tomorrow at four o'clock. Speaking of Bill Belichick, he had some interesting comments today uh, regarding the you know the the cap and you know spending uh, you know not spending cash and all that stuff. Um, he said it's really about the cap number, not cash spent. So you know, really a comment and a topic where if he brings it up, there really is no looking good talking about either one and really no winning way but interesting to to hear him bring up that uh, topic to kind of uh, make some type of a statement by it because we all know Bill Belichick wouldn't just bring something up out of the blue he obviously planned for it and wanted to talk about it and make some type of a point from it Moving on to the MLB and the Boston Red Sox, they've been hanging on by a thread, splitting their series last week with the Houston Astros 2-2 and just losing their weekend series against the L.A. Dodgers. Both games, uh, or losing both games 1-3. Game 1 going up 3-0 at first, but then ended up losing 7-4. The Sox came back in one game 2 of the series on Saturday, 8-5, but then would end up losing game 3 on Sunday seven to four the big talk of the weekend was the return of Mookie Betts to Boston the majority of the fans in Boston for the series were Dodgers fans as a matter of fact Uh, I knew uh, some people who went uh, to the games uh, this past weekend and you all know the um, old you know seventh inning stretch song well instead of being root 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 for the Red Sox it was root 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 for the Dodgers how embarrassing Boston Red Sox, John Henry, pathetic, absolutely pathetic, should be ashamed of yourselves. As far as Mookie Betts is concerned, uh, he gave some insight after the game on Friday night uh, about being traded to the Dodgers and said evidently they couldn't agree on a number and a situation, but wouldn't get into specifics of it and said if Heim Bloom chooses to share that story, that's up to him. So I thought that was an interesting uh, you know, comment. Definitely a, a nudge at heim. Moving past the Dodgers and the Mookie Betts uh topic. Looking forward, the Sox will play the Astros again for a three game series, uh starting here tonight in Boston, tomorrow, and then Wednesday, and then they'll play the Kansas City Royals for a three game series. Um In Kansas City, uh, starting on Friday with the game on Saturday and Sunday as well. Before they'll start the divisional month of September with the Tampa Bay Rays on Monday in Tampa, and then coming back home to play the Orioles for a three game series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. As the season's coming down to its final stretch, like I usually do, I'll give some perspective into what I think the Red Sox have to do over the next so many games to keep in uh, keep in chase of that wild card. So this week, I'm going to do the next 12 games since uh, this upcoming Monday is uh, Labor Day and there will be no show. So let's start with the Astros series. I think the Sox are actually going to surprise a lot of people. They have uh, a good good pitching lineup, um, you know, Chris Seal, uh tonight. Uh, Brian Bayo tomorrow night and then I, I forget who it is on on Wednesday, but a good lineup of pitchers for the Sox uh over the next so many games. So I think they'll 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 sweep the Astros, surprise a lot of people. And then I think they're gonna sweep the Royals. And then as far as the last two series are concerned with the Rays and the Orioles, they'll win two out of three against both of those teams. Um so basically they're gonna win ten out of the next 12 games so there it is i'm on record socks winning 10 out of the next 12 games and to keep into cont- into, into contention they at least have to go 9 to 12. So we'll see what happens. Uh, as far as the standings in the Red Sox are concerned, though, they're still in that second-to-last place uh, ahead of the Yankees with a 69-62 and 62 record, seven-and-a-half games clear of the Yanks in two games behind the Blue Jays. Now, as far as the wild card is concerned, looking forward, well, let's just say the Blue Jays are not the team to worry about because their next 12 games are against, you could argue, the four worst teams in baseball. So the Red Sox can't be worried about catching the Blue Jays. They'll have to focus on catching the Astros, who they are four and a half games behind. Now, if the Sox are able to win this series against the Astros, they have a good opportunity to cut that in half. So needless to say, the MLB is down to the, the divisional month of September, and things are about to get exciting, to say the least. Now moving on to the PGA tour in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Victor Hovland is the 2023 FedEx Cup champion. PGA Commissioner Jay Moynihan might want to call up NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell as Moynihan received booze as he was presenting the trophy to Victor Hovland yesterday. United States Ryder Cup captain Zach Johnson is set to make his six captain picks tomorrow at PGA of America headquarters the six players who are automatically on the Scott on the squad will be Scotty Scheffler Wyndham Clark Brian Harmon Patrick Cantley max homer and Xander Schauffele now the next six are up in the air in rankings the next player should be Brooks Kepka. now obviously a lot of controversy with that as Kepka plays for the live golf league And European uh, Ryder Cup captain Luke Donald has already come out and said no live golf players will be on the European team, which makes you wonder if Zach Johnson will pick Kepka or not. Definitely going to be a controversial move uh, for Johnson one way or the other. The other players that follow are Jordan Spieth, Cameron Young, Colin Murakawa, Keegan Bradley, and Sam Burns. Uh, Ricky Fowler, who has been on the team before, is right on the cut at 13, and Justin Thomas is two back at 15. Now, go ahead, ask, well, Harrison, who do you think will be the six captains picks uh, for Zach Johnson? Well, I think Zach Johnson is going to surprise a lot of people, and he's going to pick Brooks Kepka. A way to say both leagues are going to be joining as one, and we have to start moving towards that. And I think that's why he'll, he'll pick Brooks Kepka. And also because I hope that he looks past the whole controversy between Liv Goff and the PGA Tour and looks at winning and that all the United States should care about is winning and getting the best players in the world or in the United States from the United States on that team. And that would be Brooks Kepka. So I think Zach Johnson is going to overlook everything with that. He's going to pick Brooks Kepka, going to pick Jordan Spieth, going to pick Justin Thomas, um, Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa, and Cameron Young. Now, as far as the European Ryder Cup team, uh, that will cons- uh, at least the six uh, that are a lock, that's going to be Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Robert McIntyre, Victor Hovland, Tyrell Haddon, and Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, as far as the six captains picks uh, for Luke Donald, those uh, are still unknown at, at this time. So anyways, that's my opening statement there. Lots to talk about today. You have the Patriots uh, finishing up their preseason games, looking forward to uh, opening uh, you know afternoon against the Philadelphia Eagles, Tom Brady Day. What do you think about this whole Tom Brady Day thing? The Boston Red Sox uh, in chase of those wildcard uh, standings four and a half back uh of the of, of the astros who are in that last spot pga tour victor hovland uh winning the fedex cup playoffs uh commissioner um jay moynihan getting booed what do you think about that do you think he deserves that after his actions the past few months And then what are your thoughts about the Ryder Cup team this year for the United States and what Zach Johnson should do when it comes to his captain's picks? All coming up next on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. Go ahead and call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. You're listening on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. So let me uh start off by diving into uh the Red Sox here in their upcoming uh, series. Obviously have the Astros uh, for a three game series like I talked about. And so Chris Seal set to start tonight, Brian Bayo tomorrow, and then I'm drawing a blank on who's gonna be the third guy on on Wednesday. But a solid lineup right there. So we'll have to see uh, have to see what happens. Uh with that though, let's go to Ray from Methuen. Ray, what's going on?
0: Hey, Harrison, so you finally saw the light. Oh, my gracious. And all it took was Mookie Betts to come back from uh, Los Angeles to say a few words. Congratulations for you finally seeing the light.
1: Listen, hey, I've I've been first. seeing the light, Ray. I'm just not as negative you as, as you when it comes to John Henry. I've been saying all along that an interesting topic and point to bring up is that instead of the Red Sox signing Chris Sale to the stupid deal that they did, and he's only played a number of games because he's been injured, they could have signed Mookie Betts and Xander Bogarts. That's all.
0: Well, yeah, sure. They could have signed all three of them. They could have signed all three of them. John John Henry has more money than God, as the old saying goes. Uh, But, you know it is what it is and and I'm glad that uh, Mookie came and he weighed everything at the feet of the Red Sox he denied that he turned down 300 uh 300 million from the Red Sox whereas the Red Sox are saying well he turned down 300 million i would venture to uh, say that Mookie best best is telling the truth whereas the Red Sox are sort of stretching the truth a little bit, or if if they mentioned anything, they they couched it in such a way that all the sports writers and, and the broadcasters around were led to believe that maybe Mookie gave up the three hundred uh, million. I keep on saying thousand. I can't can't believe it's million, but uh, the three hundred million, as far as Uh, as far as uh, turning it down, you know, that he never was offered it. And listen, he's happy in in LA. We have to settle for a double A team here in Boston. Granted, they have some, they've had uh, some success with with some of the players that they have, but they're not going to uh, go anywhere. And I think, I think you're looking through that uh, through the wrong set of glasses to see that uh, the Red Sox are going to. Uh, what Would you say they're going in the next twelve games? They're going to win uh, eight games.
1: Ten. Is that what you said? Ten, Ray. Uh, ten games. I think they're going to sweep okay. the Astros in the in the in the so. Royals, and then I think they're going to win two out of their three games against both the Rays and the
0: Orioles. Well. Uh, Listen, I can see them sweeping the the, uh, the Royals because the Royals are horrendous. As we uh, speak now, I think that the Royals are 50 games below 500. I mean, they're 41 and 91 last I looked, uh, which was earlier today. But uh, that, that's horrendous. So, yes, they can beat the Royals. Uh I think what's going to happen well they're talking about rain starting tomorrow going into Wednesday but Wednesday they may even get rained out so I don't know what the situation is uh, if you have the schedule in front of you do they have a uh, an off day on Thursday I'm not sure so
1: they do uh, they do have an off
0: day okay all right so they'll probably they'll probably have to play the Wednesday game on Thursday but th- but that being said you know, just enjoy it for what it is. Find find another team to cheer for, and so and Ray. Let me just rest
1: let me just tell you one to. thing, yes. and I'll, let me tell but, you my argument when it comes to sweeping the Astros. Okay, the Sox yes. have Chris Sale pitching tonight. Okay, uh, correct. Which yes. which now let me remind you, they have Chris Sale pitching tonight. They have Brian Bayo pitching tomorrow night. Chris Sale yeah, and are, Brian Bayo. That well his last game. Chris Sale and Brian Bayo both beat the Astros last week when they played. They were the only last two time. winning pitchers.
0: All right, okay. All right. Go
1: so there you have two out of three games and then they have Cutter Crawford uh on Wednesday. Now, you know, you win the first two games, that's a lot that's a lot of good positive momentum going into that third game uh you know, in the afternoon on on Wednesday 4:10. You know, are the Astros more worried about getting out of town? You know, they've already lost two. Who cares about the third one? I don't know. So that's yeah. why. I can see you can absolutely make the case for two out of three, and then I'm making the case for the sweep.
0: Okay, you 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 can do that, but uh, you have to remember that, uh, what was it, 17-1 to 1 shellacking in Houston last week? Ah. Don't you... Don't you think uh, Houston wants to come into Boston and, and embarrass the Red Sox?
1: Listen, I'm sure they do, but you know I don't think they're going I, you
0: know, to. I, I, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you also touched on, uh, uh, we'll, we'll just leave the Red Sox for what it's worth. I mean, I did speak to a season ticket holder uh, within the past week who assured me that the Red Sox are going to uh, – are going to make it into the playoffs all I can say to that uh, season ticket holder is think of another way to spend your money because you're certainly not going to spend it on postseason tickets for the Red Sox so we'll just leave it at that but but you mentioned about uh, Belichick and his comments about uh, its cash that uh, not not the uh, not the, the uh, salary cap but it's a cash cap. And I have said now for a couple of years that even though we, uh, we love uh, the Patriots, we love ownership of the Patriots, I still think it's Bob Kraft and his son we're holding back on a lot of these signings it's not a- everybody not everybody
1: knows you and I agree to disagree on this topic but I, it's not it's Belichick no,
0: we, we disagree no no I, do, I don't think it's Belichick I think Belichick wants to listen Belichick right craft
1: no is on craft is on record saying that he has never held back any money he has never said no to bill Belichick when he has asked him for money
0: he can say that until the cows come home. It's Just because he says it doesn't mean it is the truth. We have taken, taken Robert Kraft uh, because of what he has done. Be- because he brought all these championships to, uh, to New England. And let's face it, it was Tom Brady that had a great deal to do with it. But Tom Brady at has been surrounded by some very good players, but I think now Belichick, uh, not Belichick, but Kraft, is pulling back, and I'm not sure if it's him or if it's his, uh, if it's Jonathan who's uh, who has more of a say as far as the uh, monetary uh, and the finances of the uh, Patriots are concerned. They have money to burn. The Patriots have money to burn. Look at what they do. they're spending at the. Uh, at Gillette, look at the, what they're getting every single year from from uh, television revenue from from the league itself. They they have more money than you and I could ever envision ever envision. And congratulations to them. They knew how to make that money, and they know how to make money. And I think that they are afraid to spend. Some of that money they
1: want I don't know why they want to hold on to it I don't I don't only, Belichick
0: so much money during them during the uh, a lifetime
1: yeah I think Belichick is still uh, of the opinion that that people should want to come uh, you know come here and you know come here for the hometown discount there there is no hometown discount anymore there is no case in trying to say oh come play with us come play for the best coach of all time there's no argument argument of that anymore. You know, best coach, best quarterback. Guys would come here to retire so they could win one last Super Bowl because they just as heck knew that there's a sh- strong possibility that they would make it to the Super Bowl with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Not anymore, Ray. Not anymore. Well, but I don't think no, Bill think Belichick understands right.
0: that. Right. Well, I, I think he does understand that, and I think he wants to go out and get some premier pe- people problem is the premier people don't want to come come here
1: yes unless that's, you pay them unless the you pay line. them
0: that's,
1: and bill right. Belichick and doesn't I, want to do that
0: no I can I I disagree with that
1: all right let's move on, so, still, move on to the next topic move on to the next topic
0: we're not because we're not gonna topic, get past
1: it we're not gonna get past it all
0: right, uh, from what I've been reading uh, the Patriots are gonna go with uh, only two two quarterbacks and uh, Matt Jones is going to be the starter. I, I don't understand in the, in the three, in the three uh, exhibition games, what was he in for? One quarter? If that he, – he, he, he was in the second game. And, of course, the, uh, the line was horrendous. It was horrendous, and, and he was running for his life most of the time. But Bailey Zappi – he really didn't show anything this past uh, this past weekend.
1: I mean, listen, Jones had when, Jones Jones only th- uh, he had eighteen snaps, nine pass attempts, and six completions for fifty two yards.
0: That's the entire exhibition season. Correct. Correct.
1: Which was and one game.
0: They, they, I don't even think it was a full game. I think it, I no, it was wasn't. No, was no, 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 it wasn't a full no.
1: game, but it was just one game. That's what I'm saying. Well, uh, yeah. He didn't. He well, only yes. played in one out of the three, and he didn't even play the the whole, whatever to, to a full.
0: No, right. I agree with you. I agree with you. So now it seems that uh, Belichick is going out, and he, he's uh, now picking up some of these uh, second tier uh, offensive linemen. I and I I hope things uh, things come out for him. Who was it, Wheatley? Who he traded for? or... Who he signed. I, I think he traded for earlier. Uh, the guy hasn't seen one snap because he's injured, and and that's all that they were saying during the uh, the game uh, this past Friday that the Bell- that the offensive line uh, has injuries and it, it was a patchwork uh, offensive line. That's why Zappy couldn't uh, get into any rhythm. Nobody could get into any rhythm. And, and of course, I don't think McSoli uh, saw one snap, or did he? Uh, but he's, he seems to be out of the question. And, and I guess they're pinning their hopes on they'll be cutting uh, Cunningham and hoping that he's not picked up by anybody so that they can put him on the, on the practice squad. So I don't, I don't know what we as fans of the uh, Patriots can look forward to. I think that the uh, the line has been seven and a half as far as uh, uh, the odds makers in, in Vegas are concerned, and I would think that if you have any money, you put it on the under, that the uh, the Patriots will not even achieve uh, seven and a half victories, which means they have to win eight games, half well, the games. A lot so of that's a, my I'll, opinion.
1: Some books have now changed to six and a half. As a matter of fact, so they've it's gone down one.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. Wow. see, so they don't have any any faith in the uh, Patriots either. right? But, you know, as New England fans, we're going to support them just as we do for the we do the uh, Red Sox. Uh, but I, I am glad that uh, they changed the wording of us. Uh, sweet Caroline uh to
1: uh not r- no.
0: R- r- no no not sweet Caroline no was uh seventh inning
1: stretch yep there we go oh boy all uh, right yeah, Ray thanks okay. for calling in uh,
0: okay. okay Harrison. have a good program
1: thanks you too and
0: thanks for and thanks for coming on board to my way
1: of thinking yeah yeah I'm not as negative as you <laughs> all right there's Ray from a with a few takes on the Red Sox uh and the Patriots uh Ray and I have discussed this before a number of times. You know, I think that it is uh, Bill Belichick who is too selfish uh, to pay any of these players and that, you know, Belichick basically wants to be the highest paid person uh, on the New England Patriots because he's just selfish. He thinks everybody should come for a discount so they can play for him. Before, he could get away with it because he was with Tom Brady. But you know what? He doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. And players have seen... um, you know what the Patriots are made of now without Tom Brady about halfway through here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio coming to you live from Methuen community studios if you want to call in 978 301 6877 that's 978 301 6877 lots to talk about today you got the Red Sox uh, you know chasing that wild card spot the Patriots ending their preseason moving on to regular season and then uh, the Ryder Cup discussion. Um, who are going to be the six captain picks uh, from Zach Johnson, uh, Victor Hovland winning the FedEx Cup uh, Ryder uh, FedEx Cup playoffs. So lots to talk about. Lots to talk about today. Um, diving in a little bit on the Ryder Cup topic uh, and and um, and Zach Johnson as far as as far as that's concerned. Um, I do like I said I do think that Brooks Kepka should make the team um, and as a matter of fact uh, Brooks Kepka's um, Brooks Kepka's wife Jenna Sims uh just recently took to uh social media um, posting a picture of Brooks eating pizza foreshadowing foreshadowing uh question mark with the uh, Italian flag and then on the uh, bottom of the post, adding in, if you know, you know. So, does Brooks Kepka know that he is a captain's pick and he will be on the United States uh, team? Um, news coming out of the Patriots uh, as far as cutting down to the 53-man roster. Uh, they're releasing quarterback Trace McSorley and punter Corleese Waitman. Uh, that of just now don't know if anything else has uh has come out they did acquire uh offensive lineman veteran low uh, uh in a trade with uh, minnesota today uh but as far as that that's what we got for um for that they did acquire offensive lineman tyrone wheatley jr uh in a trade with cleveland in exchange for running back pierre strong jr so Patriots making some noise, uh, you know, we'll see what happens um, before tomorrow at 4 o'clock, that 4 o'clock deadline, um, obviously with them releasing uh, releasing the quarterback, you know, it looks like only two, you know, two quarterbacks, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, and then, um, so it'll be interesting to see. This is always an interesting kind of day here uh, to see what happens with, uh, you know, with with the teams cutting down to that 53-man roster. Uh, let's go to Mo from the Cape. Mo, what's going on?
2: Diamond Danvers, what's going on with you?
1: All right, Danvers is close enough, isn't it?
2: Say again? Yeah, it is right around the
1: corner. All right, what's going on?
2: What are you thinking about the uh, Red Sox and their chances?
1: I think they have a good chance, Mo. I think they're going to win the ten out of their next twelve games. As a matter of fact, I think they're going to sweep. I'm going to. I think they're going to sweep the Astros. I think they're going to sweep the Royals, and then I think they're going to win two out of three in their series against the Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore well, Orioles. What do you
3: think about well, that?
2: Oh, 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 you're an optimist. I'm not. They, uh, Houston and Texas and Seattle, they're in a battle. All You know, one game's uh, uh, Houston and, 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 and Texas are only one game. Seattle, I believe. So Houston's got a lot that they want to do
1: obviously yeah and you know an interesting point and i brought it up to um i, I brought it up to ray i said you know chris seals pitching tonight brian bayo's yeah. pitching tomorrow night and so i think those those two i think those are two automatic wins right there so there you go winning two out of the
2: I don't know. Yeah, he's,
1: he's been playing yeah, pretty good they, he they, he beat them the last time they played them so you got two I out of 3
2: yeah so you I got know, um,
1: two out of three there and then I think you know they have Cutter Crawford going on Wednesday and I think they have that uh, positive momentum from the first two games and I think they go for the sweep the last time the Astros didn't show up to the uh, to the fourth game and lost 17 to 1 to the Sox I mean what an embarrassment now Ray has the counter argument of Ray has the counter argument that you know they're you know they're you know the Astros will want to come in here and kind of get them back but I don't think so. I think I think I think the Sox are gonna do it. I do.
2: Well, uh, they're a puzzling team. Yeah, well, we don't know what they're gonna do. But uh yeah, they've got a chance. Uh, that's that'd be a when ten out of the next twelve, that'd be big. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd, I'd say six and six. Six and I'm six,
1: geez.
2: I'm not too optimistic. I can At tell the, beginning of the year and our Sports Club down the Cape. In fact, I picked them only to win seventy-seven games this year. All right, but so I'm you're be—I
1: think you're being a little biased because you want your bet to win or something, you know?
2: No, no,
0: no, no. I like the Sox, but
2: I—I'm I, not totally. A, they're a puzzling team, but they're an interesting team. They got some good players. I like uh, Duran. I like the new kid, Abreu. I like the pitcher, Bello. Or whatever his name is.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and now let's, how about we get guess some blockers on the Patriots' offensive line?
1: Well, they need it. They need it. They need protection oh. for whoever the quarterback is going to be because it hasn't been too impressive. And I don't know. Yeah. Anybody else going to read into the fact that Mac Jones uh, only has 18 snaps and throwing for uh, 52 yards yeah. the whole preseason? What's that tell you?
2: No. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's very interesting.
1: You think Belichick's going for uh, yeah. going for Zappy? You think you he think Be- you think knows? Belichick's who got knows? the Zappy fever? Gonna do something? Uh, do, do something again uh, like he did with Cam Newton and Mac Jones a few years ago?
2: I, don't, I That's a it, who knows Belichick? What's going on in his head? Guy's been uh, puzzled, and I mean not a puzzle, and we know he's a tremendously effective as probably the best they're up there with two of the three best in the NFL ever but who knows what he's doing they need some offensive line though they need some blocking
1: yeah they need need a lot of things Mo they need a lot of things anything else
2: yeah that's it buddy
1: All right, my man thanks for calling in I appreciate it
2: alright you take care
1: alrighty bye bye All right, so there's Mo from the Cape for you with a few takes on the Red Sox. Thinks they're going to go 6-for-6, win 6 out of their next 12 games. Well, he's not so positive as I am who thinks they'll go 10 of 12. Anyways, go ahead, call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. You're listening to Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio. Coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. So obviously a big uh, topic here is is the NFL and cutting down to the 53-man roster uh, by tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Um, and then, you know, as far as the quarterback discussion, are you reading into the fact that Mac Jones only played one out of the three preseason games and that in that one game that he didn't even play all of, he had 18 snaps, nine pass attempts, and six completions for 52 yards, while Bailey Zappi got the majority of of the snaps. So, just something interesting to uh, you know to think about as we go towards the regular season. Is Bill Belichick going to do what nobody thought he was going to do? Back with Cam Newton getting rid of him I don't know maybe he has another trick up his sleeve the Patriots did get rid of uh, one of their quarterbacks though and that was Trace McSorley uh, McSorley, sorry so that's an interesting uh, you know little point there so you can look at that how you will but it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be interesting over the next week or so you know, as as the Patriots uh, start their season off. And if the Patriots do start off, uh, you know, with Mac Jones, and if they go 0 for 4, is Belichick putting in Zappi? Is he making the switch? Does he have to make the switch? I don't know. One thing that I have brought up over the last few weeks or months uh, of the show, rather, is that a lot of people are talking about... Um, A lot of people are talking about the fact that, you know, we'll craft we'll keep, um, we'll keep Belichick so Belichick can be the all, all-time winning coach. What people aren't talking about is that Belichick is closer to being the all-time losing coach than he is to the all-time coaching, head, head coach, or uh, winning coach. Evan and Dorchester, what's going on?
4: Hey, Harrison, a uh, long-time caller, Evan. Uh, calling in from Dorchester today on my way back from work. Uh, Harrison, I want to hit three key points today with you on this uh, beautiful Monday evening. So, one, I'd like to talk about um, what's going on in the golf world. Okay. Uh, I, I'm from Do- – I grew up in Dorchester. I don't really know much about the whole golf game. I know it's a Methuen native. I'm not sure if you know more about that than me. And I heard there was some drama going on and who's being picked where. Beat, definitely Tiger Woods John Daly all that I don't really know the names as well as you probably would another point I'd like to have would be the Red Sox and uh what their season is looking like and what do you think next season's going to look like and then number three I'd like to talk Tom Brady and then I'll save more for later but going back to number one what's going on in the U.S. golf world I'm, all right. I'm confused there
1: so with the US golf world obviously you have the big big discussion about you have the live golf players and then you have the PGA tour players. so you have everybody that went over to live golf and then the people who stayed loyal uh, to the PGA tour now uh, just recently this summer uh, it came out that the live golf league and the PGA tour is going to come together and be one so there is no longer going to be two separate tours Um, Jay Moynihan who basically who now a lot of players are upset with because you know he basically said he told all these people on the PGA Tour to stay with the PGA Tour you know they're never gonna join all this stuff players who lost out on a lot of money going over to live staying loyal to the PGA Tour now for them just to join up again a lot of players aren't happening or aren't happy rather and the fans aren't either because yesterday Jay Moynihan uh, went out to present Victor Hovland uh, with the FedEx Cup playoff uh championship uh trophy.
4: Correct me if I'm wrong, but that made people upset, did it not?
1: It did. And so and so he got booze on the eighteenth green as he did that presentation. So that shows you how people feel about Jay Moynihan. Now, the big decision that's coming up is the twenty twenty three Ryder Cup. So you have a European team and you have a United States team. Okay? The
4: un uh, captain. Zach Johnson is set to select Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler. Say that again. I saw it on uh, that U.S. team captain Zach Johnson is set to select Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler as part of his captain's picks tomorrow.
1: Yeah, so those are most. Those are that's a probably a very true statement. That's probably going to happen. I at the beginning of the show, I don't know if you were listening, but I did put out who I thought were going to be uh you know, the six captains picks. Do
4: you think Bryson DeShambeau would be on there?
1: He's not. He's not on there. However, the one player be- the one player from Live Golf who is, is Brooks Kepka. So I do think I have a feeling that Zach Johnson is going to look over the fact that Brooks Kepka went to live golf. I think he's gonna look to the fact that, you know, they're they're they are joining. So they're gonna have to make amends somehow. And that yeah. he wants to win he wants the United States to win the the Ryder Cup and how do you win that you win by having the best players in the United States on your team and Brooks Kepka right. is one of those players so right. it's not like Brooks Kepka is you know on the on the cut line of getting cut uh, you know as far as ranking and stuff he is ranked number seven right so he is basically the first player off of definites to get to get into to to the Ryder Cup team, so he's right in the yeah. middle of the pack. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be on it. So I think if Zach Johnson, you know, wants to win, I think he should put Brooks Koepka on the team. Now, as far as for the other picks, I think he's going to go with uh, Jordan Spieth, Cameron Young,
4: okay, okay,
1: um, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, or I'm sorry, I think I'm off. So Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Keegan Bradley, Colin Morikawa, and Cameron Young. I think those are going to be his six captains' picks. Okay. So I think Justin Thomas okay. makes it, and I'm sorry, I missed out. I I, I messed up one name because I think rookie Fowler is going to be in there. So, anyways, yeah, it's so. There's a lot of talk about it. So will you know? Will Zach Johnson choose a player from Live Golf in Brooks Kepka? Yeah. Or will he not now the European uh, captain uh, Luke Donald has already come out before and said there will not be any live golf players on their Ryder Cup team so is Zach Johnson gonna do something that the European team is not going to do is Zach Johnson gonna look forward and move forward and only think about winning I don't know we'll have to wait to find out tomorrow uh, when he when he announces his picks
4: personally uh, just to end off here on golf, I think the United States always has and always will find a way to win. We've used strategy after strategy, and if that means taking a live player, you know what? I have no issue taking the live player. Moving on to the Red Sox, Harrison. Yep. I'm not. I'm happy. I, I'm currently. I, I'm. I'm happy with where we are right now. Um, I'd like to get your thoughts on. Where do you think the Red Sox season goes from here?
1: So, you know what? I'm, I'm very optimistic on it, and I think the Red Sox are going to win 10 out of their next 12 games. Okay? Now, looking at those next 12 games, they have three against the Astros, three against the Royals, three against the Rays, and three against the Orioles. I think the Sox are going to sweep the Astros. I think they're going to sweep the Royals. And then I gonna and then I think they're gonna win two out of three games against the Rays and against the Orioles. Really? Yep. Yep. And I'll tell you why. I'll, t- I'll tell you why, Evan. The Red Sox yeah. have Chris Seal pitching tonight, and then they have Brian Bayo pitching tomorrow night. Two of the pitchers, t- two th- both of them uh, beat the Astros, had winning games last week when they played them, and okay. they're our top two guys. So I think that's a win, and the reason why I say they're going to sweep is, yeah, I know Cutter Crawford's pitching, not not the best, not the worst, but I yep. think the Red Sox are going to have such momentum and positivity going into that third and final game that I think the Red Sox are going to beat them, and I think the Astros are already going to be thinking going on to the plane and on to their next series. And then, as far as yeah. the Royals are concerned, the Royals are a joke. There's no reason why they shouldn't beat the Royals and sweep yeah, them.
4: Yeah, I think if we drop a game to the Royals, that would be a serious momentum. We would lose some momentum there. And then, I think if we drop a game to the Royals, for the sake of momentum, um, I don't see us winning two out of three games against the Orioles or the Rays, personally. Um, but I'm, I'm optimistic on the season. As you know, I love uh, – I, I used to love going to the Red Sox through the nines. Those days are over. But um, I appreciate everything the Red Sox have been doing. They've been winning games. It's what we like to see in Boston. Definitely. And then, and then lastly, um, I have a buddy who was uh, – he, he offered me a ticket to go see Tom Brady get retired is jersey retired in Foxborough. Harrison so, Chase, are you taking the ticket or are you telling your buddy to What do you, what are you say to what do you tell your buddy to be I,
1: a, I don't think you should I don't guy. think you should ever say no to going to a Patriots game. Now, it's going to be interesting. It's the first time that Tom Brady will be there, you know, as a retired football player. I do not know yeah. if they're retiring his jersey. I don't think that is public yet. I like I don't think oh. I don't think they have a plan yet for what uh that Sunday game is going to be. All we know is is that it's Tom Brady day in Foxborough. But that's it. Yeah. That doesn't mean his jersey's going to be retired. It doesn't mean that he's even going to speak. He might just be in yeah. the box with Robert Kraft and give everybody a wave. He yeah. might not speak. He might speak. He might speak before the game, might speak uh, at halftime. Nobody knows. Nobody knows the plan. Yeah. I, but I'll say this, the fact that his it is not a jersey retirement, from my understanding, like it hasn't been made public yet, uh, as far as yeah. that's concerned.
4: Okay. Um. Are you a Tom Brady fan, Harrison? Absolutely. Completely agree. I think Brady's the man he, he forever and always will be. The GOAT.
1: Absolutely. Anything else, uh, Evan?
4: Um... Let me think. Let me think if I have any problems, any problems going on in my life I could tell you about, sit here and whine to you. I think I'm good, Harrison. I think I'm All good. right.
1: Thanks for calling in, as uh, always, Evan. Appreciate you, it.
4: Thank you. But, uh, we appreciate you, Harrison. You're the man. Thank you. Thank you.
1: God bless. All right. So there's Evan from Dorchester with a uh, few takes on golf, the Red Sox, and the New England Patriots, and Tom Brady. Have about 10 minutes left here on the show. Go ahead and call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. You're listening to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from a Community Studios. Anyways, lots uh, lots that we have talked about uh, today when it comes to sports, uh, obviously, the New England Patriots and the NFL uh, coaches are getting ready to get their teams down to the 53 man roster. That needs to be done by 4 o'clock tomorrow. Um, then you have the Red Sox chasing that final wild card spot or chasing a wild card spot. And obviously, a lot of pivotal games coming up, as they call it, the divisional month of September. And so, you know, we're seeing a start with that, with them starting a three game series against the Astros. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday, and then have an off game on off day on Thursday, which might not be an off day because uh, it, the game on Wednesday could possibly get rained out. Uh, and then this weekend, having a three-game series, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Royals. And then uh, playing the Tampa Bay Rays for a three-game series in Tampa Bay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday again having Thursday off and having a three-game weekend series against the Orioles Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Boston. Now, like I've been doing the last few weeks, month or so, is looking ahead to the next 10, 12 games. What do the Red Sox need to do to stay in contention? What do I think they're going to do? So like I was saying to Evan, I think the Red Sox are going to win the 10 out of their next 12 games. I think they're going to sweep against the Astros today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, win all three games. I think they're going to win all three games against the Kansas City Royals. And then I think they're going to win two out of three against the Tampa Bay Rays and against the Baltimore Orioles. And then even looking past that, we have the New York Yankees for a four-game series in Boston. Yankees aren't really doing good. So I think that that might be a sweep at least three out of the four. That they should be able to win and then you have the Blue Jays for a three-game series in Toronto so lots of interesting stuff happening um, and that's only halfway through that divisional month of of September so then you have the Rangers then you have the White Sox then the Rays again and then the Orioles to finish up the season so hopefully it doesn't come down to the to the last four games against the Orioles but it, it might it's possible Crazy things happen in this last last month of September and and the last month of regular season baseball. Lots of things change. You know, those first, you know, first, second place teams might move around. I mean, look at this. If you look at the Orioles and the Rays, the Rays are only two games back behind the Orioles. So all they need is the Orioles to drop and then win, and and they're in good shape. Uh, Let's go to Bill from the car. Bill, what's going on? Bill, all righty. Don't know what happened there. Bill, call back. Nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven. So a lot, lots of things happened in this last month, and so like I was saying, the the Rays are only two games back behind the Orioles, but then it's the big jump. The Blue, like, so the Rays and the Orioles are kind of in their own race, and then the Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Yankees. You know, the the Red Sox are only two games back behind the Blue Jays. So it's close. All right, Bill from the car, what's going on? I do not know what's going on today. You there, Bill? All right. Couldn't tell you. No Bill from the car. I'll have to call back call back again uh don't know what's happening here with the phone lines as we end the show um so anyways so like I said the Orioles and the Rays kind of are in their own little thing and then really the blue Jays and the Red Sox are there in are, are in their own little thing all right Bill you there nothing don't know what is going on all right we'll have to try uh I have to try something else here. Not going to be as good of an audio, but I'll have them just call in on my phone so we get the caller in. So, anyways, Orioles and Rays are probably you know in in their own race, and then you have the Blue Jays and Red Sox. So, both 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 teams right there. Both scenarios are both two games. Like the Rays are two games back behind the Orioles, and then the Red Sox are two games back of the Blue Jays. So it's close. It's close, and then the Yankees are seven. Seven games? No, six, six six and a half games back uh, behind the Red Sox. All right, Bill, from the car, what's going on?
3: Harrison, have uh, the Patriots done anything in the preseason that excites you for the season?
1: A- absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you can just look at, you know, how they're, um, I mean, first of all, I-, I don't know if you've been listening or not. But the fact that Mac Jones has only played one out of the three preseason games and that he only had 18 snaps, nine pass attempts, and six completions for 52 yards all a preseason, that's pretty pathetic to me, Bill. I don't know about you.
3: Well, they don't want to get him killed. Yeah, the defensive but... The offensive line is, is pitiful.
1: It is. It's terrible. But if he's your starting quarterback and he's really, like... You could argue there's a good race. Like I would rather no, not for nothing. We've seen Bailey Zappi take more snaps all preseason than Mac Jones has.
3: Zappi's looked, hor- looked horrible.
1: I know he preseason. does. Yeah, but like, what's that say going into Game One? Is Mac Jones even going to be ready? He's barely played.
3: No, he's ready. I think. I think they're waiting for the offensive line to to get healthier. Um, but I'll tell you. I, this is this is just a long shot here. What I think Belichick is going to do, and you heard it here first from Bill from the car, is I think he's going to keep Malik Cunningham, and I think he's going to give him some snaps in the game.
1: Oh, absolutely, gonna, no doubt. I
3: think he's going to. I think he's going to. Um, you know, everybody's saying that that Malik is going to get cut. I no,
1: think he's
3: going to keep him. He's not getting cut. I think he's going. I think he's going to make him part of the offense just to change things up because I think the offense.
1: We're gonna need it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why too. They cut Trace McSorley today, so that means there's really only two quarterbacks: Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. And then they can have Malik Cunningham, you know, if you know, as an emergency, if something were to both happen to Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. But I think what we're gonna see with Malik Cunningham is what we always saw with uh, Julian Elliman when he was a Patriot.
3: Possibly possibly they could they could play him like uh the guy in new orleans his name's escaping me but when drew Brees was there they will put him in in a couple different types of packages just to mix things up a little bit just so the defense has to think about another weapon and prepare for another weapon um i just th- i just i heard belichick on the radio today and he wasn't giving much up on Malik, but like I could, I think I think I think we're gonna see him against uh, Philly. I think we're gonna see him get in in a couple series against Philly.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised.
3: And um, it was great to see Mookie just take it to the Red Sox this weekend, huh?
1: Yeah, it was great, and not even like I mean, yeah, you can say he, he you know take yeah. it to the Red Sox. He really took it to Heim Bloom and ownership, who didn't want to pay him. That's who he really took it to. Yeah. Because, honestly, the majority of the fans there at all the games were Los Angeles Dodgers fans. Like I said in the beginning of the show, during the seventh inning stretch, instead of saying root, root, root for the Red Sox, it was root, root, root for the Dodgers. That is pathetic. Mookie Betts getting standing ovations all the time.
3: I've never seen an opposing team take over Fenway or... Any other arena in Boston like that? I've never seen that happen at the Garden. I've never seen that happen in Foxborough. Um, yeah, the Reds. That that says a lot. Definitely. The, the, the home the whole base gets gets out cheered by the L A fan base who, who came all the way across the country, but. I heard it was pretty electric in there. Um, I heard it was a good, you know, good series to go to, and you know, the Dodgers have a heck of a team. I, I wish we could get players like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I wish. I wish we could too. I, and you know, I always go back to them signing, you know, Chris Sale, and Chris Sale's signing really not coming to tuition. And you know, instead of signing Chris Sale. And in fact, Ray said it, and, and you know he might have been right on this, is that they could have signed Mookie Betts, Xander Bogarts, and Chris Sale instead of just signing Chris Sale.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to, honestly, I'm going to be one of the few guys that is, is not going to blame them for signing Sale because if we didn't sign him and then he went off to another team and he dominated, everybody here would be like, The Red Sox always do this. They never sign their aces. So, you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. They should have signed bets. There's no doubt. They tried to get him on the cheap and they didn't want to pay him. And it wasn't that much more money um, than they originally offered, I think. But anyways, you know, Wookiee, you see him, he's, He's a generational player. Yep. And and we and we let him we traded him. We didn't even get anything I don't I don't even know what we got back from him, but I don't think it was much. Definitely not. But I know you're against the clock Harris just wanted to call in real quick. And uh, hey, I'm I'm looking forward to the college football and I'm looking forward to the Patriots, so All
1: right, thanks for calling in, Bill.
3: Nope. Okay. Bye.
1: All right, so there's uh, Bill from the car for you with a few takes uh, on the Red Sox uh, and the Patriots. And with that, that's going to do it for me today here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. Just a reminder, there will be no show uh, next Monday as it is uh, Labor Day Monday. And so the next time I'll be with you, um, I actually might not be here on the 11th. So plan for the 18th of September that you'll see me or you'll hear me. Uh, back on the radio waves uh, for day-to-day hourly updates you can follow me on Twitter at Harrison Chase 5 that's Harrison Chase 5 on Twitter for day-to-day hourly updates thank you everybody for your continued uh, support uh, whether you're calling in listening or seeing you day to day and thanking me and complimenting me on all my work uh, so anyways have a great few weeks everybody and we'll be back with you on September 18th right here on the sports talk with Harrison Chase
3: you've been listening
0: to the sports talk with harrison chase mondays at five only on methuen community studios